Hello, hello, and welcome to the Healthy But Human podcast. My name is Callie. I'm your podcast host, and I'm so excited to have you here today listening. Wherever you are in the world, welcome, my gorgeous queen. Today's episode is a requested episode by one of our HBH fam members. This episode is all about investing in yourself. We're going to cover five different areas of where you can invest in yourself and how to do that, how to know what is enough investing, what's not enough, knowing your worth, all the things. This is an episode I truly wish I had heard when I was in college, graduating college. I think I was so stingy and scared to spend any money or time on my own needs that I just kind of let life happen to me. And so anyways, I think this episode is going to be really helpful for that reason. Before we get into the episode though, we always start things off with a self-check-in. So think of this time as a time to reground yourself, to see how you're feeling, how you're doing, all the things. So wherever you are, Take a nice deep inhale through your nose, fill up your lungs with so much goodness, so much love into your beautiful body, and then exhale out anything that's not serving you, any limiting beliefs, any mean thoughts, let it go with your breath. Okay, ask yourself now, on a scale of 1 to 10, 10 being amazing, 1 being not so hot, how am I doing today? Getting honest and real with yourself. Now I want you to ask yourself, why do I feel like this? Maybe something happened. Maybe nothing happened. Figuring out if there's a lie you're believing and disproving it. You can also ask the Lord to show you where this started. All right. Next question. Ask yourself, what is something that I can do today to invest in myself? Maybe it's investing in your health, investing in your mood, investing in relationships. Think of investing as it can be money, time, energy, any of those areas. Now I want you to ask yourself, have I drank water in the past 30 minutes? You know the drill if you've listened to the show before. Grab your water. Let's hydrate our hot bods in three, two, one. Cheers, my gorgeous queen. Mm. I don't know if you'd hear that, but I'm using one of John's water bottles today and it makes a very strange noise when I'm in public and I drink the water out of this water bottle. It is a very loud thing and I'm I'm not like embarrassed, but I'm very self-aware. <laughs> okay, <laughs> next question. Ask yourself, what is something that I can do and add to my life that would be an energy giver? Think of this as something that boosts your mood. It leaves you feeling energized. It could be anything. Final question before we get into our life updates. I want you to ask yourself, what is something that I am grateful for right now? No matter the season of life you're walking through, if it's hard, if it's easy, if it's painful, just there's always something to be grateful for. It can be so small. It could be the fact that the sun came out today for five minutes. Just think about it. Okay. I'm so proud of you for doing that self-check-in. It's so important to sometimes just slow it down and see how we're doing. That is definitely a form of self-love and investing in yourself. You invested the time and energy into seeing how you were doing and that is so amazing. So let's get into the life updates before our episode. First of all, 
I'm realizing when I record these episodes for some reason I get so out of breath I don't know why I think it's like I hold my breath while I talk and then I'm like <gasps> gasping for air now that I said it you're probably gonna notice it <laughs> but it's something I noticed recently and I'm like why do I do that do I do that in normal life I don't know I mean this is normal life but like in normal just like face-to-face conversations I'm like do I gasp for air when I talk anyways I've been a little aware of that lately other updates, I have an old surfboard. I bought it about a year ago on Facebook Marketplace for like 50 bucks. This thing has seen has seen the ocean. It has some dents. It is a very loved, well-used board. And I said I was going to paint it a year ago. Never did it. Finally, I got around to going to Home Depot, getting some paint samples. Thought I was going to paint it like a coral kind of color. We ended up going with a mint green because John and I decided that it would be a really cute headboard. So we are going, I painted it lime or not lime, mint green and it's so cute. We were going to hang it up today, but unfortunately the surfboard racks that I ordered are way too long. Like they stick out of the wall so much that I think if we had them, we would slam our heads against the painful surfboard rack every time we sat up. So that wasn't a vibe. So I'm trying to find some new ones to order or even use like command hooks or something. But the board itself, you guys, is so freaking cute. It's like a pastel mint. I've posted some photos of it on the Instagram stories and I'm obsessed. It was so fun painting. I'm definitely not like an artsy. I mean, I love being creative and artistic, but I'm not like a super talented painter by any means. So I ended up just painting it a base color, a solid color. I didn't do any designs on it. I mean, I probably could have done something, but I just wasn't really like wanting to. We kind of just decided that solid would be really cute for the walls. And so that's what we did. But I'm going to make a little video. I recorded myself painting it and then I'm going to record us hanging it up. So you will see that on the socials once we get the surfboard racks. And I also realized, this is so funny, John was the one that noticed it. When I was recording the video and I was showing him how the headboard looked because he was the one holding it up against the wall, he noticed that our bedspread is low-key so just, uh, I don't like using this word, but kind of janky our comfort so we have an what's it called a mattress topper over our mattress and our actual duvet is not long enough to cover the full mattress topper or the full mattress so you can see the mattress with the fitted sheet also does not cover the entire mattress with the mattress topper so anyways in the video our bed just looked so strange and we ended up deciding that we were going to order finally we've been talking about this for a year We decided to order a new duvet that would actually fit our bed and I just spent like an hour searching up cute duvet covers. I ordered this one. It's like a linen. It's very cottagey. Surf cottage is what I was going for. I hope it looks good. I think it will. That should come in in a couple days and then we're going to do some updates on that and the surfboard headboard and I think this room's going to be so cute when it's done but I love how sometimes like starting a new project leads into other projects that you've wanted to do for a long time because it just like built on itself. It's almost like you have to start with the first thing to get yourself in that zone of like, okay, I'm going to actually accomplish the things I've been putting off for years. I love how it works. It's like a little ripple effect. But anyways, that has been my little creative girl moment. 
Other than that, I've been updating you a lot on socials. I've been doing little morning routine, what eight in a day videos for the pregnancy. And you guys have been really enjoying them. But it's been really funny because I started them so like <laughs> the transformation between one week to another is so funny to me how much my body has been changing. The hormone levels have been increasing so quickly with the pregnancy. And I seriously like last week I was so I wasn't like super energetic, but I feel like food wise, I was eating pretty much the same foods I normally eat. Like everything sounded pretty good. And then all of a sudden I hit week six when the hormone HCG levels begin to spike intensely. And I genuinely have felt so nauseous in the mornings and the nausea is weird because it would last like it woke me up last night in the middle of the night. And then this morning I felt nauseous until probably early afternoon and like it's so weird like very specific foods sound delicious but it's like intense cravings and this was not a thing last week so it's just been so interesting seeing how my body has been changing and fluctuating and I love this journey so far I'm just feeling so grateful like even though the pregnancy morning sickness is so uncomfy and not my fave I just feel like this time around I'm so much more grateful because I know the baby is developing and it's healthy and I think I just have a very different perspective on it than I did last pregnancy when I was just kind of like miserable and it's been really cool to see that. So I'm definitely excited to see how everything goes along. We have our next or our first appointment is next week for the baby and I'm really excited. So if you could just keep us in your prayers, I would really appreciate that. And yeah, thank you so much, by the way, for all of the sweet messages about the pregnancy. I just, uh, if I haven't responded to you, I'm sorry. I genuinely, if you're a friend of mine, like, like a friend where I live, you know texting isn't my cup of tea. I take a little while to respond sometimes and DMs are the same way. So, I definitely look through them and I just feel so grateful when I read through them, but I don't respond to all of them because honestly, it can be really, can be a lot, but I'm so thankful. I'm thankful to even have that, like not even a problem, but have that just like challenge, I guess, trying to respond to as many as I can without, uh, what's the word, sucking all the energy out. But Oh, yeah. So anyways, don't, don't feel like you can't DM me though. You are always welcome to DM me and Truly, I believe like if it's the Lord's will for me to respond to someone, like he will lead me to that person and I'm going to do my best to be more spirit led in how I respond to DMs and I think it'll be really cool. So, whoo, that was a little update. Um, One more quick update is I relaunched the You Are Loved hoodie. It is so cute. It's a brown hoodie. It has You Are Loved on the back, has little flowers on the sleeves and it says, I-L-Y on the front, like Illy, I love you, is back in stock. There's not a ton of them available, so definitely if you want to get one, go snatch it up. I'll link it in the show notes below, and also if you are a Pilates or a fitness girly, I have super cute booty bands that I designed. They're fabric resistance bands, so they won't roll up like those really annoying latex ones that hurt when they roll up when you do donkey kicks and stuff. These are super comfy. They're super just they're great. They're easy to travel with. I love them. I use them all the time and they're really good for giving you additional resistance in your workouts. So I'll link those also below. 
and yeah go snatch those up as well if you've been looking for some new some new equipment cute little gym home gym equipment or gym equipment whatever it is definitely go check it out otherwise wow I am so excited for this episode let's go ahead and just like get into it all right all right there we go I'm gonna hit take a little quick water break and then let's get into how to invest in yourself okay I made a little outline hope you're proud of me (laughs) I feel like a lot of times the episodes are so intuitive which I love that but occasionally I feel like I kind of get all over the place and I feel like this episode is good to have a bit of an outline for so I did an outline for five ways to invest in yourself someone requested this episode and I think it's such an awesome topic a lot of times and I'm going to be straight up honest and tell a story to start things off I think for so much of my life, I just grew up almost feeling this like unworthiness, an unworthiness to, in just like different areas, like an unworthiness to ask for help in different things, an unworthiness to like, like ask my friends for help specifically, like if I needed help with, I don't know, just like little things, like let's say I was struggling with my homework or something, like like asking someone. I'd ask my parents, but I think in terms of like community, like friends and stuff, I was just scared to ask because I didn't want to be a burden. And I just think I always kind of felt growing up like a bit of a burden. I think there's a lot of self, just low self-esteem that played into that role. A lot of lies I was believing about myself. A lot of lies I was believing that I like I wasn't deserving to have money or time put into me. And it's really interesting because it's like it wasn't necessarily I don't know when it really started I think maybe when I was in college I think is when it really began I think a lot of the times I would kind of let myself not like go but specifically with like getting my hair done or getting my nails done I would wait until the very last second like my nails were just falling off until I'd finally like maybe book an appointment to the nail salon if that I just, I never really put a lot of time or energy into taking care of myself in those ways. Not that you have to do those things, but at the time, like those were things that made me feel really put together and really good. And I think I was just like, I don't know what it was. I think it was a bit of scarcity going on. I think it was a bit of just like undeservingness, feeling like other people deserve that, that investment in themselves, but I didn't. And so yeah I kind of reflected a little bit on that recently and just realized like I didn't have a lot of self-worth and it doesn't mean you have to spend a ton of money on yourself all the time or be super just like dumping your money everywhere on random things for yourself or purchasing a thousand dollar clothes hauls but I do think it's important to take care of ourselves and in fact I mean that is literally in the bible like treating our body like a temple taking care of our bodies because that is where the Holy Spirit dwells is inside of us. So if we're not taking the time or putting the money in to truly take care of ourselves, then I think that could be showing a bit of a sign of maybe an, a self-esteem or an unworthiness happening in our lives. And this doesn't just mean like paying for clothes or nails. Like what I mean of really investing in yourself, the five areas are invest in knowing your worth is number one specifically knowing your worth in who Jesus says you are 
if you're listening to this and you're not a Christian, you're so welcome to keep listening though. Seriously, anyone's welcome to the podcast. It is a Christian podcast, but you are welcome to join no matter where you are in your rock of faith, in your journey, whatever. Okay. Number two is investing in your long-term health. Three is investing in your friendships. Four is investing in your career. And five is investing in your inner child. Okay. Let's get to the very first one. Investing and knowing your worth in who Jesus says you are. What does this mean? I recently learned the power of breaking down lies. I believed lies for so many years of my life about myself. Lies that were dark. Lies that were discouraging. Lies that truly dimmed my light and dimmed my sparkle. So some of these lies were the lies that I wasn't good enough for others to pour in their time for me. That I had to do something to earn people's love. Lies that I wasn't pretty enough if I didn't dye my hair super blonde. If you saw my stories on socials, I dyed my hair my natural color again. We'll get into that. So I recently realized all of this stuff, right? And it was really, (laughs) it was eye-opening. And it's so interesting. It comes something about lies is that when you are believing a lie, you think it's the truth. So it, it can be really easy to say, hey, find the lies in your life. But a lot of the times we're deep down believing things that are lies, but we believe them for so long that they've planted the seeds in us that have completely like invaded our mind to make us believe a certain way about ourselves or about something and it might not necessarily be the truth. So how do we find the truth? First of all, this is so important before we get into everything else. Just taking a moment to sit down, close your eyes, take a deep breath, know it's going to be okay and ask the Lord to show you through the Holy Spirit what lies you are believing about yourself. And it may not be he shows you everything at once because that'd be a lot. But it's like peeling back layers of an onion. He's going to show you over time where you're not believing the truth. And it might be through someone else saying something to you that makes you go, oh wait, I'm believing a really awful thing about myself. And that person completely just told me the truth and that opened my eyes to it. That happened to me today actually. And so that is one of my, just the things that have been, has been changing my life recently is disproving lies. In the Bible, it talks about taking our thoughts captive. How do we do that? So John actually showed me this little acronym for the thought, like the characteristics of the thoughts that we should listen to. And the acronym is TNERPLA. So I think the verse is Philippians 4.19. I could be totally wrong on that, but I'm pretty sure this is the verse. It is fix your eyes on, fix your mind on whatever is true, noble, right, pure, lovely, admirable, excellent, I think is one of them, praiseworthy. I think those are all of them. 
Those are the characteristics. If any thoughts that enter your mind do not fit these characteristics, they are a lie. They're intrusive thoughts from the enemy trying to hold you back and make you believe things that will just throw you into oppression. A one way to figure out if you're believing lies, this is something that I realized today actually, is I was posting a vlog, like a little Instagram vlog on morning routine um, in my pregnancy. I was always editing this thing. I was like, it like started off really fun and then I started comparing myself to other creators and it turned into me believing a lie that my content wasn't worthy of people seeing it and that people wouldn't care about what I was posting. Total lies. Like none, those those thoughts are so opposite of the TNERPLA acronym. <laughs> Like, but I didn't notice in the moment because like those are thoughts I believed for a while. Like just, I just believed. Anyways, fast forward. I'm on a call with this girl. She's probably listening to this episode. So shout out, shout, that was not English. Shout out Isabel for telling me the truth on this because she said to me, I've been loving your pregnancy vlogs so much. They're like amazing. I love following the journey. That statement in itself like opened my eyes to just completely disproving the lies, believing that people didn't care because she was like, I love watching this content. So that's an example of the eyes being opened. And okay, how do we take the thoughts captive that are not TNERPLA? So what you're going to do is if you notice it's not the TNERPLA acronym, true, whatever it is, just listen back <laughs> 10 seconds ago. Take that thought and then be like, Lord, I surrender this thought to you. Help me fix my mind on things that are of you. And then he might put a vision in your mind of something that's happy or something that's of him. And it'll just take your mind off of that thought. So that is one of the ways to really identify those lies, catch the thoughts before they plant themselves in you, and also identifying the enemy's voice versus God. We talked about this last week and how to hear the Lord's voice. The enemy's voice is like the bully at school. It is so just tear down, mean, hits your soft spots, wants to make you feel horrible about yourself, wants to make you feel like you're not worthy of being alive. Like that's straight up what the enemy's voice does. And the Lord's voice is almost, also the enemy's voice is very loud. He wants to get your attention because he is, he is a little attention seeking fully. (laughs) Where the Lord, on the other hand, he is really respectful. He is gentle in how he speaks to us. He will whisper almost and he will speak to us in a very loving fatherly voice. It's very compassionate, kind, caring, does not tear you down, does not make you feel guilty for things. It is not condemning or shameful. All those other feelings are the enemy telling you those things. So that is one way to identify if the voice in your head or the thought in your head is from the Lord or not. And let's just like quickly get into how to find your true identity before we move into point two. And this all, everything we've talked about goes into how to invest knowing your worth in Jesus because all of these things take time, right? It takes time and energy to work through the lies, to work through the rewiring, the healing, all of it. So this is really investing in yourself. It's investing in your relationship with God, but it's also investing in how you see yourself because we're trying to help you see yourself how the Lord sees you. So this goes into the true identity statement. 
And what I want you to do is write down the lies that you've been believing about yourself once the Lord reveals these things to you. And then I want you to go through each of the lies and ask the Holy Spirit to show you what is the truth in this statement. Or like, no, no, no. Ask him, help me see this statement as a lie and show me the truth. And then he'll most likely put something on your mind that and like it helps a lot to have a pen and paper and like write down what's popping into your mind and if you're having a hard time hearing him go back to last week's episode it'll help you a ton with this exercise and start to write down what he says is the truth okay so write it down for each of these lies so write down the truth next to the lie and then I want you to go through it and start to read the truth of it this is going to help you start to see your identity in who the Lord says you are. Something else you can do is genuinely just reading scripture. You'll start to see in a lot of the New Testament that there are just things the Lord will say about the church and the church is you. The church is you, me, other people who believe in the Lord, but it's ultimately written towards you. So you can replace like any plural word in the Bible replace it with like I, me, and like read it out loud and it becomes this beautiful personalized thing towards you where you feel like the Lord is truly speaking this to you and it helps so much with rewiring that that identity and seeing yourself through the Lord's eyes and also asking him, help me see myself through your eyes. Show me the truth of myself and just like write down anything he says about you. It's truly so beautiful and the Lord's voice is the truth where the enemy is the father of lies. So everything he says is a straight up lie. Okay, number two, invest in your long-term health. All right, this is the next way we can invest in ourselves. And uh, wait, I actually want to go back to the previous point. I have a couple more things to say. First of all, we can also invest in knowing our worth in Jesus by just like abiding in him abiding in him which means spending time with him walking by the spirit dying to ourself and living for the lord truly just talking to him throughout the day investing time in that relationship with him and he will teach you and show you things you've never seen before okay moving on (laughs) i had to throw those things in there invest in your long-term health okay here are some ways that you can do that So looking at the foods that you are purchasing, when I got certified as a holistic health coach in college, one of the things that stuck with me that they really pointed out and talked about was how even if you're purchasing foods that may be more expensive, like the organic foods, the healthier alternatives, all those things, you're truly investing in yourself in the long term. If you really think about it, if you're eating a lot of Let's say you're paying a lot less for food, but you're having a lot of like fast food. You're having a lot of processed stuff. I'm not going to speak this over you because I don't want to like put this on you. But a lot of those foods are not good for the body. And so they're not giving the body as many nutrients or just the benefits that the healthier foods will give the body. So think about it like, kind of an overtime 
over time, how it all builds up. In the moment, maybe you'll feel just like a little bloated or your stomach will hurt a little bit if you have like a massive milkshake. Also, I cannot sit here and say that I never eat foods that aren't quote unquote healthy. Like there is a balance, okay? I just had Chick-fil-A right before this. So who am I to like bash on, bash on fast foods? But it does come down to, is it like the quantity of what you're eating? Is the majority of the time like nourishing high quality foods that are sourced from places where there's not a lot of additives, there's not a lot of chemicals, processed stuff, where are they getting the meat from? All these things, are hormones added to the meat? Are hormones added to the milk? Because these things over time will accumulate if let's say the diet is mainly foods that aren't very good for the body. It will, sometimes it will turn into diseases like heart disease, cancer, whatever. Like I'm not going to speak that over anyone because no one deserves that. It doesn't mean just because you don't eat healthy all the time, you're going to develop a long-term disease. But I did learn just like the power of investing in your food and paying a little extra for something that's a little bit more healthy and maybe doesn't have all the pesticides on it or whatever. And I don't always get organic foods, but there is a chart. I forget what it's called, but if you look this up online, you probably can find it. Where if you search like what are the best fruits and vegetables to buy organic, it shows the list of the ones that are generally better to buy organic. So if you don't want to buy everything organic, these are the ones that are better to get organic. And typically what I found, um, I learned in my health coaching certification, it's the foods that like say for example, you directly eat the outer layer of it so like an apple would be better to buy organic because like the pesticides would be sprayed directly on the apple which is the part where you bite into it and I know that you like wash it off most likely but still like they're just saying that it's better to get the organic where you're going to actually put your mouth on where the pesticides would hit where maybe buying like corn that's not organic you rip off the husk it's the corn has probably not been touched so that's a little hack for you that I learned Number two is workouts. So this is something that I had to recent, I had to learn in college. It's okay to pay money to work out. It's actually really good to invest in your health and well-being, specifically in the area of fitness. I found that I really had benefits of my mental health getting better, physical health getting better from going and doing a workout class or having a workout at home with an instructor I really liked. And so I think a lot of people maybe get nervous to pay money for something that they don't know they're going to like in the moment and they opt in for just kind of like, I don't know, doing a YouTube workout here and there and not really committing to a fitness plan or a workout studio or something like that. They just kind of like hop around trying to find just like free everything and listen, I know some people are not in the financial situation to spend a lot of money on workouts and the cool thing is there are so many awesome YouTube workouts out there but I will say is that you do if you have the money to pay for workouts you deserve to invest in that area of your life and there are so many ways that you can actually spend not as much money on let's say like a boutique studio class for example if you like going in person class pass is such a hack it is such oh I love class pass so much I used it all the time in Miami I used it all the time in New York I use it when I travel I mean where I live now there's not a ton of studios on class pass 
but they're gonna probably start getting more because it is gonna get more popular but anyways it is such a great app it's basically where you can pay a certain amount of money per month for credits and then you can go to different studios and different studios will be affiliated with ClassPass. They'll charge X amount of credits for a certain class. You book the class through the ClassPass app. You can try different studios. You don't have to commit to one studio for an entire month. You can kind of figure out like where you enjoy going. And it's honestly a pretty affordable option. I think I pay like 60 or $70 a month and it gets like a couple, it probably gets like four, four or five classes in that. I mean, it really depends on where you live and what the studios are because like New York, for example, is so expensive for one class no matter what. But I have found that it ends up being cheaper than just paying for like a drop-in class at like a Pilates studio, which can be so expensive, like 35, 40 bucks. Like that's, that's expensive for one single class. Also, if that's just still like not the vibe, <laughs> if it's out of your budget, I mean, there are so many like gyms that are not that expensive you can join. You don't have to work out at the bougiest gym ever if you really want to go to the gym. Like there's LA Fitness, there's Planet Fitness, there's all these different places that honestly aren't that expensive and you can go anytime, however much you want to go. And then lastly, I mean, this is the option that I personally do is (laughs) I truly do my own workouts on Sweaty Studio app. So if you like doing your workouts at home, if you find you're really busy and sometimes your issue with investing in long-term health is that you just feel like you don't have the time to invest in your health because going to a studio or going to a gym takes forever to get there. It's a whole thing. It takes hours, let's be real. And my solution for you is join an online studio. There are so many. It's actually wild since the pandemic you can find your favorite instructor, you can find your vibe, like whoever, even if there's a studio you really like, a lot of studios, like in-person studios will have online apps and classes and things like that. I have one, it's my own app and studio, it's called Sweaty Studio. I have empowering Pilates and bar workouts on it. So when I mean empowering, I mean we speak affirmations over ourselves during these workouts. They are uplifting, they are fun, they are so just Ah, so good. I mean, I don't mean to say that in like a, I'm so good at this, but truly like these workouts, I'll do my own workouts and I don't really notice it's me teaching and I just feel so good and mood boosted after. I have a free trial. It's 14 days free. I'll link it below and you can do it genuinely anywhere. And also I like my app a lot because they have this new option. They just, the app team added it where you can basically click this little calendar button next to the workout and add it to your phone calendar. So you can literally book your online class like you would in a studio, but it's an on-demand class and you have like an accountability to doing it. It's in your phone. You can set a reminder. It's such a vibe. So definitely go join us for that. It's, I have challenges every month. I'm currently working on our February challenge. It's going to be a super cute little self-love themed challenge. And I think you're going to love it. We're going to add some journaling to it and I'll drop the deets on that. But anyways, Definitely, definitely know that you are worthy of investing in your health and well-being. It will pay off in the long term. If there is any place to spend your money, aside from the essentials like food, water, shelter, it is in your health. I'm telling you, it is so much more worth it than spending money on a ton of new clothes. If you're not taking care of yourself, like your future you, who knows? (laughs) Not to put fear in you at all, but like, it's like you're setting your future self up for success when you really put in the, the time 
the money and the energy to really taking care of your health. And one more thing I will say about like the food and workouts and all this is getting a blood panel is so good for investing in your health. Like this is something that I ha- I wish I've done. I wish I'd done this like my whole life, genuinely. Like every year just doing a new blood panel or every six months. They cost like a hundred to two hundred dollars. I know it can be a lot, but I'm telling you, it is so worth knowing what vitamins you're low in, if your hormones are out of whack, just knowing where your body's at because it gives you a good baseline for where you should be focusing on adding different types of foods into your diet, adding different supplements into your life. It is so good and I wish I, I fully wish I, I did this like every, every year for my whole life. You can do um, the full blood panels at just like if you look it up in your area, places will pop up. I know you can do some at-home ones as well. I went to a med spa for mine and there is so good. <laughs> okay, a couple more things I will say on investing in your long-term health. The products you use also so worth it to get good non-toxic products. That is a recent one. I've I swapped out my skincare, so my face wash and my um, lotion. I swapped for a really good non-toxic brand. It's by Nature Sunshine. That's the brand. They have like a skincare category. I love it. My skin's loved it so far too. I feel like my skin looks amazing and it just feels so good. So you can do little swaps like that. You can swap out your cleaning products for non-toxic options. I definitely have not done this yet. I want to so bad. An app that's really good for this though is called the Yuka app. It's Y-U-K-A. You can scan different products like cleaning products, skincare products, food items. It will give you a score on how good the item is, like how toxic, non-toxic it is. It is truly such a fun app and it helps a lot with figuring out like, okay, what products are actually worth investing in that are good products for my health. Finally, in the health department, sleep. Sleeping is so underrated in investing in yourself. Sleep is all about investing time into yourself and I mean if you just look up the benefits of sleep it is oh so many benefits so many benefits I think a lot of the times people will take different vitamins supplements drink a lot of coffee energy drinks trying to make up for their lack of sleep when in reality if they just carved out an additional an hour at night instead of watching that show on Netflix they just went to bed an hour earlier just finding like the small increments of time. It doesn't have to be like a jump from getting five hours of sleep to 10 hours of sleep overnight. It could be like, okay, we're gonna, I work a really late job. So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna try and eliminate any electronic time after work. I'm gonna make my nighttime routine as quick as possible while still being relaxed. And I'm gonna get in bed as fast as I can. So it's like, squeezing out that time that's just wasted on your phone. I think so many people waste so much time on their phone and I'm talking to myself. I mean, I was scrolling on TikTok earlier and I'm like, why am I doing this to myself? It's just wasting time and I feel like my brain turns to mush when I do that and I feel like if I just didn't scroll at night, I would get more sleep and my body would thank me. So easy peasy solution there for sleep. It's so worth it. So worth it. Okay, that was a long one. I feel like investing in your health is huge. It's such an in for 2024. Let's get into number three. Invest in your friendships. Wow. This is something I wish I had known out of college was how important it is to put time and energy into the early stages of friendship. 
let's be real. Making a new friend isn't always the easiest. You kind of go through different stages of it. It's like any relationship, romantic, not romantic, whatever. You start with the phase number one, which is like the kind of dating phase or just going on coffee dates to figure out, do I actually vibe with this person? Getting to know the person, it starts out surface level, maybe it'll go deep really fast. It's kind of that time where you're like figuring it out. Is this my is this my person? Like, is this person who someone who'd be in my circle? Do I vibe with them? Do I believe similar things? Whatever. The next phase is where you're starting to get more comfortable with the person. You're going deeper and it's a little easier to hang out with them. It doesn't feel like as much energy because at first it can feel like a lot of energy, a lot of social energy to like bring your A-game, to be super engaged in the conversation, to get to know them, all this stuff, to make plans. But like as a friendship develops, you know, it just like gets easier to hang out with the person. I feel like I have a lot of friends where I'll just go and hang out and I'll just like sit and be super chill, sometimes barely talk and just like hang out. And that's like a totally different vibe than when you first meet someone. So I think it's just like knowing that it's not always going to be in the first stage of friendship. It takes energy. It takes time. It takes money. It takes effort. But once you find your people, it's so worth it. And also just like not getting discouraged if you don't find your people right away. I've made a lot of my friends through mutual friends. So I'll meet someone out of the gates and I like them. Maybe I'm not obsessed with them out right away, whatever. Then they'll be like, hey, I have this friend or hey, come to my Bible study and I'll meet someone else through that Bible study or I'll meet someone else through that person. And before you know it, it's like, oh, you click with that other person a lot more or you click with that person and the other person. It's like, that's how I've made a lot of my friends actually. It's just like through people that they're friends with. So it's like if I already have a friend and they're like, hey, you need to meet my friend. I'll make another friend because I already like that person. It's yeah, that's the thing that I found has been awesome. A really good book on friendship that is so worth investing in is called Find Your People by Jenny Allen. It is so good. I started reading it in New York City before I moved to Florida. Helped me a ton with my perspective on friends in this day and age. Definitely check it out. Jenny Allen's great. It's so popular and it's it's so worth it. It talks all about like your inner circle, your outer circle. There's different levels of friendship. So you have like your close, close peoples. That's your inner circle. You have your people that maybe you're not quite as close to and then people that are more like acquaintances, like hang out here and there. It's it's great. It's so helpful. Okay, number four is investing in your career. Okay, <laughs> this is something that, listen, <laughs> I have totally struggled with before is putting money and time into my career, specifically in networking. Just getting really complacent with where I'm at and not putting in the work to continue to grow, to continue to learn and expand my skills. I'm going to tell a story. I got really complacent about teaching fitness. I taught in-person fitness in 2019 through 2021 or 2022. Then I went fully virtual and I got to a point where I realized I wasn't learning anymore. I wasn't learning about fitness. I wasn't learning about new moves. I wasn't learning about really like anything related to fitness. I kind of hit a weird plateau in my level of teaching and I realized that I 
needed to continue to expand my knowledge and learn every day. Like just because I had gotten to a certain level didn't mean that I could had to stay at that point. Like I, it's good to always stay learning. It keeps you fresh. It keeps you engaged. And I think it's so, so important. So one of the ways that I kept leveling up is like I recently um, registered and I've been doing a certification for pre and postnatal Pilates and that's been really challenging and really just so cool learning about that. So if you if you're like at a level in your career where you're like, okay, I feel like I've learned a lot, but where do I go next? See if there's any certifications in very specific areas of that like career space and truly it's worth investing in it because it'll only build that excitement for that area of life again because you're learning new things, it's exciting, it's fun. And it'll, it'll totally pay off. And same goes for networking. Like it's important to continue to expand your bubble of who you know and who you're close with, friends, relationships. I think it can get easy to be complacent and be like, oh yeah, I have so many friends. I know so many people already in this industry. Like I don't need to keep going to all these events or like keep talking to new people, whatever, responding to emails. But it's important to like, like strip away the pride and just be like, I'm still learning. I'm still growing every day and it doesn't mean like just because I've been I've gotten really good at what I do like doesn't mean that I have to stop like getting better and taking a step forward every day like it doesn't mean that I'm the best ever like no one is ever the best ever there's always someone who's gonna be better than you at something and so I think it's important to just like stay humble in what we do especially in the career and like not get too not get too in our our head I mean that happened to me I got really prideful and as a result, I definitely plateaued in what I was doing. And thankfully, I've I've come out of that. I've seen the light. I've seen the truth. And I'm trying to just like keep growing in my knowledge. Okay. The last thing is investing. Oh, one more thing about investing in your career. I think it's also investing in knowing, just like having the faith that the Lord is preparing the way for the right career path for you and truly listening to his calling on your life in that instead of just taking the easy path and the easy way. Just like pouring in the time to ask the Lord where he wants you to go with your life. He will tell you, he will show you, he'll direct you. Maybe it's not in that exact moment of time, but he will. And it's it's so worth it. Okay, the final thing is investing in your inner child. This is something that I have I did this past year with figure skating and it was such a highlight of my life. Unfortunately, I can't really figure skate at the moment because I am pregnant and then it's not the safest thing to do when you're pregnant. I might go to the rink and just like do some edge work and stuff, but jumps and all the spins, I don't think it's good for the baby. So anyways, before I got pregnant though, it was just such a fun thing to do. I skated my whole life and I realized I really missed having like a hobby, doing something that I loved as a child. And so figure skating was that for me. So if there's something in your life that you love doing growing up, maybe it's painting, maybe it's singing, maybe it's just like doing, I don't know, gymnastics, (laughs) doing cartwheels, things like that, pottery, whatever it is. It's so, you so deserve the time, energy, and money to be spent in having fun in your life. We need to have more fun. We need to embrace our childlike side and you deserve that. It will pay off in the long run. I promise all of these things that we've talked about today will pay off. They're all investments. They're going to slowly grow and accumulate and it's just 
like I don't think any of these things are going to hurt you in the long run. I think they're only going to help you become a better version of you. So that is my little spiel on ways to invest in yourself. Know that you're worth it. I hope this inspires you. I hope this motivates you to try something new, add something to your life that is an investment and know that you are so worth that investment. You are so worth the time, you're worth the energy and you're worth the money. You are amazing. You are beautiful. You are here for a reason. And I pray that this episode just changes your life in a really cool way. All right, before we go, tag me in your stories listening to the episode and I'll be sure to repost you on Healthy But Human Pod. That's the Instagram handle at Healthy But Human Pod. I'll link it below. And also just if you love this episode, give it a like five stars, whatever it is. (laughs) It helps the show a lot when you give it a rating that's a positive rating. So I really appreciate all of those ratings. Thank you so much for everyone who's just left me a rating. It means so much. I love reading the reviews too. They're so sweet and kind and encouraging and it just means the world. Okay. I will see you next time. Have the best day. Stay sweaty. Keep being healthy, be human, and know you're worthy of investing in yourself. All right. Bye my gorgeous queen.